0: Oh. Hi, welcome to uh, another McLaren fans podcast. Uh, this is our last one of the season. However, uh, like McLaren, we've double stacked this weekend. So, as always, I'm your host Andy Donnelly. I'm joined with this week by Sarah Merritt, who's Jensen Button's biggest fan. Say hello, Sarah. Look, hello. Hello, I believe you've got quite a big collection of Jensen helmets, and let's just leave that one there. I, I do like to polish them, Andy, regularly. You do indeed, yes, I've heard that rumour. Uh, we're joined by Sarah Webb and Andy Webb. Um, the rumour going around the paddock is that Andy Webb was the original smooth operator and taught Carlos all he knows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, Hello.
2: Oh, you crazy yeah.
1: <laughs> I, well, I doubt that very much.
2: <laughs> We're
0: joined by somebody who is from the southest most point you could probably get in the whole of England, and that's hope Wallace. how are you doing hope? I'm
3: good, I'm good. Happy Excellent. to be
0: here. <laughs> Strange American accent you've got there anyway <laughs> um, I'm
3: that far south. <laughs>
0: Finally, we're joined by Nikki, who is a Dan Stan. I've if I read that right. And she's always the imposter on Among Us, apparently.
4: This is Hi, true. Hi. <laughs>
0: Hi. So, we've got a good mix of uh, McLaren fans this evening. So, what we're going to do is we're going to have a bit of a chat about what's gone on over the weekend. We've got lots to discuss. And yeah, without further ado, let's crack on. So guys, um race weekend, how did we all see that going? Were we nervous beforehand? Was it oh, I'm not quite sure whether we'll get this or not, or you know were we feeling quite confident? How did you see it, Sarah?
5: cautiously optimistic is the phrase i'd use uh right. I, I felt that it was within our reach, but I didn't want to be uh, too hopeful because I didn't want my hopes to be damned um. And also, you know, we were so close to to Force India. Not Force India, Racing Point. The pink people. We were very close to them.
0: I I Um, think you mean the pink Mercedes there, yes. Yeah, the (laughs) tracing point. Tracing point.
5: So, yeah, cautiously optimistic is is the right phrase, I think.
0: Yeah, what about um, you guys? What about you, Andy and Sarah?
2: Oh, we've been too down for too long so it was just never our intention to get our hopes up only because every time we seem to do that we just get shot down every time and it just the nerves was was too much I tweeted it so many times I couldn't eat I couldn't drink I was just horrendously nervous and to be honest I didn't actually want to watch the start like we said it, it, it was too much, too much for us, wasn't it?
1: I, I just had really bad butterflies. I didn't sleep the night before before, and I didn't sleep the night after the race. So I've just, I've been a nervous wreck. So yeah, it's just been one of those really touchy weekends for me.
5: I'm laughing yeah. at Andy saying he couldn't eat because I know that he had <laughs> two starters on Friday. So I'm a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. confused. <laughs> This
0: yeah. <laughs> was
2: Sunday. I had a lot of time to digest that. <laughs>
0: From now on you'll be known as Andy Two Stars. Andy uh, Two Stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um what about you, Hop? What what did you kind of feel going into the race on Sunday and you know, the race weekend?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't um I didn't even think about a podium if I'm being completely honest like I know that Lando qualified fourth and
0: yeah
3: we were pretty far up the grid but that didn't even cross my mind I was so focused on the constructors I was just like (laughs) we need to get this we need to do this we need to get you know more money for the team and I was just yeah like so focused on that I didn't think about ever getting a podium but it was yeah i was just like doing all the maths and everything like all throughout the race i was like oh where are we gonna finish like i just yeah it was really stressful to just watch and
0: yeah yeah. i
3: know it's quite like a snoozy race Um, i think everybody else in the world
0: was bored apart from mclaren fans yeah exactly
3: i mean i did spend most of it on my phone but you know i was just kind of keeping an eye like lift you know like lifting my head up from my phone being like oh yeah okay we're doing good and then like going on twitter again (laughs) but yeah it was uh yeah still pretty nerve-wracking for us so just yeah it was uh yeah kind of like nail-biting the whole the whole race
0: (laughs) yes yes what about you nikki
3: i was nervous definitely nervous but
4: I i wasn't sure if we would actually get the p3 to be truthful after what happened with racing point the race before so I was like secretly hoping <laughs> that um, something would happen. <laughs> in you between. Didn't, want to
0: jinx, didn't want to jinx it. Is that what it was?
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy knows that I'm a little bit of a jinx when it comes to drivers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I
4: would be talking about somebody saying they're doing well and then the next minute they'll be off.
0: Yeah, yeah, we went to watch a, a British touring car race. They'd, oh, isn't this was it Ash Sutton? Yeah, isn't Ash Sutton doing well or something like that? And the next thing you know, he was off the track. So, <laughs> no, <you go>. they
5: <laughs> should uh, they should line you up for when Crofty's not available because anyone he talks about instantly has an issue as well. Yeah, yeah the commentator's he about curse. About
1: McLaren. <laughs> he did keep speaking about McLaren. I kept thinking, no, stop talking, stop yeah. talking.
5: Talking about the combination of uh, positions and points, frank Wu, who 's one of our Chinese McLaren fan club members, shared a very good spreadsheet that had all the combinations on it, so I was able to look at that and see where we were where where everyone else was and work out whether we were going to win or not. so that was quite good. That appealed to the geeky side of me
0: here's, here's a question i i kind of I spoke to Mickey about this over the over the race weekend. I was kind of trying to work out what would have happened if we'd finished on the same amount of points, and I was wondering if it was because obviously Checo got that win. Would That's exactly they it. Have finished above yeah. us, if we'd kind of gotten the same amount of points. So um, yeah, they, they did scenarios. say that
5: during the coverage. Yeah, because right. they had the win, even though we have got the podiums. The win then means that they finish above us if we level on points. Right. So yeah.
3: Yeah, that was stressful when he got the win. I was like, It's all over. I was like, well, That's they, it. it. I mean it was, took, it's cancelled. Uh, uh, like, uh, it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they took forty points that weekend. It was a huge haul of points, wasn't yeah. it? So undeserved.
4: But,
0: oh <gasps> oh. Andrew, well yeah, I think you make it all. Well,
5: Checko deserved them. I felt um, he Checo yeah, oh points.
0: He was he was a good a one good guy from that weekend. <laughs> yeah. So Obviously, coming at the weekend, we're looking at we're looking pretty strong in the free practice sessions uh, we have done before. Um, but I was quite optimistic. I thought we were doing pretty well. Times looked pretty good. The long runs looked pretty good. I thought we were a little bit maybe, you know, not quite sure in some of the sort of uh, uh, quality sort of runs that we did. But then you can never really kind of work that bit out. But I thought we looked solid. I thought we had a chance. And really, for me, all I kind of looked at going at the weekend was, can we get both cars finishing in the points? And if we can do that, at that point, let's deal with the outcome after that, whether it was P three or P four in the constructors. We we all know that everybody behind the scenes has given all of their sort of um, uh, sort of all, their all this season. So, uh, yes. However, I don't think I've been as nervous for a race since probably 2013, 2014 sort of area time. And kind of, it, I don't know, I just think, God, if we were winning every week, what would that be like? But um, yeah, how, was, did
5: you, uh, uh, how did you feel as we headed into qualifying, then, Andy, when you saw Lando's wonder lap?
0: Oh, do you know what? I think that's the best lap he's ever done for us. Um, yeah. And, and I, I don't know, maybe it was because obviously Aunt Davidson had it on the Skypad afterwards. Uh, and uh, if you, if you uh, don't have Sky coverage, basically, uh, they go through on a big screen what, uh, what has gone on. And he did, dissected the lap with Lando there. And he even said that he thought, even though it wasn't as fast as the poor laps, it was more well put together and a much yeah. more solid lap and you watched it, and you just thought every exit, every apex, everything was just nailed. Um, and I think that really set us up for a for a good race day the next day. Um,
5: we were two we were two tenths off pole. I mean, you know, look at the times we've had in the past two tenths off pole on genuine pace. That's that's brilliant for us. That really shows you how far we've come during this season.
0: Yes, definitely made a lot of progress. Be, what about you guys? Uh, what did you think, Nicky, after watching uh, quality?
4: I thought we were not for a better chance, really, than I thought before. <laughs> because our pace and the practices weren't quite as good, were they, compared to qualifying?
5: I think we were saving it, Nikki. We were saving it.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Same for the Sunday <laughs> as well. <laughs>
0: What about the rest of you guys? What about you, Andy and Sarah?
1: I think we have to, you're talking about, you know, the team, how hard the team have worked, but I think we also have to mention the families because the dedication that the families have also sacrificed, you know, they've given so much to letting their partners give up their time to be part of this race team. You know, I just can't thank them enough. They've sacrificed so much to be part of McLaren. You know, we owe them a debt of
2: gratitude, I think. That's a lovely sentiment. They did. They have worked so hard. And I I was listening back to some of the after stuff. Apparently, it was all preempted by the Lando uh, engine change last, uh, last week. Apparently, they thought that everybody else's engines were coming to the end of their lives and that if we fitted our last engine that we could the week before, it would give us a chance to run it in, get it running, get it perfect for this week, giving us a slight advantage. So I think, actually, they played a blinder. Absolute yeah. blinder. That latch, like Sarah said... Two tenths behind the Mercedes and behind Verstappen is unbelievable. We are usually about uh, half a second or more behind, so two tenths yeah. is quite. It's a, it was astounding. It's I, I, I was like, yeah. "Wow,
0: how? How?" Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know, maybe the Mercedes had their engines turned down, but. Nobody's come out and said that they, they had after that. It was just the rumour that they have turned them down or anything like that. But like you say, engines come at the end of their life. I, th- I think, yeah, I've written it down here. I know that, um, yeah, the the, the the actual real strategy player this weekend for us was Lando's engine in Bahrain that made all the, all the difference. I think you're absolutely spot on there. Uh, yeah. what, about, what about you, Hope? What did you feel like after sort of watching Quali? Did it kind of change your sort of outcome a little bit of like, oh, I'm a little bit more optimistic or...
3: Um, Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't watch it live, but I watched the highlights back um, when I got home because I was out. But um, going back to obviously when you're talking about practice, I I just never sort of pay much attention to that because I know that, you know, if you do you know if you put in some stellar lapsing practice it doesn't really, really necessarily mean anything and I've got super excited before about practice and only to be disappointed like in quality in the race so I'm just like meh I just kind of ignore it but qualifying yeah like it gives you it's sort of like the build-up isn't it it gives you that sort of hope and that excitement for the next day and you think oh like you know we we could be in for something here but I don't want to Get my hopes up too much, so I just yeah. But after seeing Lando's lap was just incredible, like just faultless, just absolutely amazing stellar lap, and it reminded me like of that last of that lap that he had to do, you know, last lap Lando lap. So oh yeah, like just man, absolutely man. like full on 100%, and going back to like what Andy said about the engine, like totally agree, like just sort of absolutely just blitzed it and when everyone else, you know, I'm not sure that they had their sort of engines turned down on Sunday and stuff, but, you know, like Andy said, they're mostly coming to the end of their lives. So we had that engine swap and I think that really helped us this weekend. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. I've got to say one of the things that um, you kind of, you know, kind of got missed or we don't kind of look back at is Carlos qualified out of Q2 on medium tyres. I I can't remember us doing that at all this season. Um, I think it's the first time we've split the strategy in that way. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, for me, normally that's uh, a thing that the Mercedes do or the Red Bulls do. So, uh, I mean, that was a real kind of good shot in the arm, I guess. For me, I was like, ooh, ooh, we've, we've got something here. We, we're looking good this weekend. Just to make that call and actually go, Yeah, you know what, we can do this. Um, kind of really was uh, to put us on the put Carlos on that medium and um, meant that we were actually in a good place in the race as well. So, uh, let's get on to the race day itself. Now, um, yeah, I thought we we're in a great position to start. I thought. Just Let's just finish, get the two cars home, and see how it goes. Um, and then, yeah, everything sort of unfolds. Um, I have, Like a few people said, it wasn't the most exciting race, but I guess if you're I'm a McLaren fan uh, like us guys, you are probably on the edge of your seat for every lap, hoping that it was going to stay that way, we weren't going to lose tyres. Um, and for me... Um, yeah, I was I was kind of watching along and yeah, sort of with Mickey, we were having a bit of a chat as the race was going, and uh, yeah, when Perry's engine blew, uh, she screamed so loudly down the phone but, God <laughs> nearly, nearly blew my uh, eardrums out as well. I was like, "What do you mean?" So, um, but yeah, you know, um, I think that happening kind of nullified a lot of the strategies that other teams had that could have caught us. Obviously, it took Perez out of the equation, so it was really down to, you know, what was Stroll going to do and what were the Renaults going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, we double-stacked on the pit stop that worked really well for us. Um, got the both cars out, and, uh you know, we managed to pass the Ferraris within a couple of laps, which is good. Uh, so, yeah, you know, um and then we'll get on to sort of a couple of the other bits as we sort of talk around it. But, um, Sarah, what did, what did your, what were your kind of feelings from the sort of start to sort of the middle of the race sort of thing? Um, you know, when, when Perrault's engine blew and how were you feeling at that point, I guess is, uh, the question.
5: I felt, I felt a bit sorry for him because if that's the way he's bowed out from Formula One, that's a shame. Um, and I do think he's a very good driver to not have a seat next year, but at the same time, papaya points. So you know, Certainly, I had to. Yeah. I was watching the left-hand side of the telly all the time, looking where the yellow blobs were, looking where we were, looking where the pink blobs were, and that was all I was interested in all the time. So when people were saying it was a boring race, I was thinking, well, you're obviously not looking for what I'm looking at. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know, and and yeah, I'm just so so relieved, I guess, that that we did it. But the biggest worry for me, and I'll put it to all of you in a minute, guys, how you felt about this, was when they announced that Carlos was going to be investigated for the the pit lane element, um, which to us looked okay, but there was so much talk of it on television, I was so worried we were going to get a penalty. That That was my big worry. So I carried that with me for the rest of the race. And even when everyone was saying, yay, we've got third place, I was still sitting there thinking... Mm, maybe just yeah. hang on a bit to, to see yeah. how that
0: comes out. Yeah, I don't know how I, you felt about that, guys. I was feeling quite Ferrari 2008 when they got the P3. I was thinking, let's not celebrate yet. I don't want to see any of our mechanics headbutting a wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello, if anybody hello.
2: does know what he's talking about, is the Massa Lewis situation, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yes, yep. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, but my money would have been on
0: Lee who's one of our mechanics to be the first one that had got the wall.
1: Yeah, I could have seen the
0: the, the jack going through yeah. through a wall somewhere, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's 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 kind of, a, sort of sort of my feeling around the sort of pit stop thing. I, I kind of felt it was a little bit of sour grapes, a little bit of a last throw of the dice from Otmar. Yeah, Atmar. Um, yeah picking, picking you
4: random tweets and cheat. Well in my way well i thought it was trying to cheat a little bit by just picking anything to try and get us to lose some points yeah and <laughs>
1: there was if you saw channel 4's coverage dc actually states he's pretty calm about it he says actually you need to watch the pit entry and the exit because lars is as much at fault as Carlos because Lance comes in really heavy he comes in really hot behind Carlos to make it look like he's slowing so it was really odd how Sky went really heavy on Carlos and I was just like okay this it doesn't make Sky look really good on the coverage I just went okay I'm not really happy how it went heavy on Carlos at that point point um and just by that evening i was like that's why we were exonerated that's why we were cleared
0: When it... <laughs> Go on,
4: the other thing that annoyed me was the fact that they'd released lance kind of like danger a little bit dangerously into carlos yeah. and nothing came of that at all either oh, yeah. and I thought he was gonna hit carlos when i saw that yeah and worried a little bit <laughs> yeah totally
5: i think the important thing to remember here is it's uh it's very nice if you work for a team and your team boss defends you and goes all out for you. It's a bit like being a politician, I think. They play the game. And I'm yeah. sure if the boot had been on the other foot, Zach would have made the same sort of noises to try and get points from McLaren. So sure. fingers crossed it was going to come out all right. all right. Yes, it did. But we know that that's what team principals do, and that's how they, they you know stick up for their team sometimes.
0: Yeah, it was interesting when they uh, analysed it at the end that they looked at that and also previous pit stops and they were like, oh, it's nothing different to what we've done before. So, you know, normally when you see these things come up and you say, under investigation, you normally think, oh, the stewards have noticed something and it's going to be, it's getting looked at. The fact that it was kind of Otmar that reported it and then it was like, well, we're going to look at this after the race... As soon as he said after the race, I thought, well, at at that point, it's not an ordnance case. But
3: That literally annoys me so much when they're like, oh, we'll look at it after the race. I'm like, what is the point? Like, you finish the race, you want everyone to finish where that, you know, you want to know the positions you want to know, you know, where they are, where we stand. And what's the point in looking at looking at it after the race? Like, you've got so many stewards, so many eyes, so many camera angles in that one room. Surely someone can just sort of make a decision there and then. Because it just, I just don't see the point in investigating it just after. You need to, you know, just everyone just wants to finish, you know, and know where they finished. And some, obviously, the, sometimes the message doesn't even get to the drivers, because... They obviously get out of the car. They get pushed straight to the media pen, and then they find out through, you know, like Natalie Pinkham or whoever's interviewing them, like, "Oh, by the way, you've been investigated." They're like, "Oh, am I?" Like, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's so ridiculous. Like, just source it out there and then, and then everyone knows I, where we are, and we know ourselves. <laughs> so,
0: at least, at least <laughs> on the case of this one, the FIA did say that the reason they did it was because they couldn't get some of the telemetry until later in the race.
5: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Uh, at but least the people. Least least give they gave a, a reason. We're
5: working on the car. Yeah,
3: it
0: makes <laughs> a change
3: that they actually give a reason because they never yeah. normally do. Ex- exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 But I'm, just I'm, like, you, yeah. I'm like you. I wish they'd just get it right. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Yeah, get get on it done. watching the race. But I can I understand it if...
4: as big as deciding P3 and P4 and the constructors as well. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. I, I guess. I guess we've, we've 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 kind of covered that. I I think that. You know, we, we we did pretty solid after that. Um, Got the last ten laps though. Oh my god! So nerve wracking. <laughs> I just seemed to take so forever
1: like, as well. Did, yeah, I was
0: like, <laughs> how can we be on lap forty-seven point three point one four? You know but,
5: what? Yeah. The... the... The biggest problem for me was I needed to have a pit stop of my own during that time. And yeah. uh, I, I really wanted the race to end.
0: You, you, you went well, for the wrong strategy there, Sarah, me, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I you, you went. You, went you went
5: a... to Randy about it before the race and checked it yeah. was the right strategy. You needed your own safety car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, can I just say one thing? We haven't yeah. quite touched on the fact of the only other fly in the ointment could have been... Daniel Ricardo's incredible strategy, staying out for as long as he did. And oh. what we kept working out on the timing screens was if, La- if Carlos was given a five-second penalty or a 10-second penalty, where it would drop him down the order. And the only person that would ruin that, believe it or not, was Ricardo Because the longer he stayed out, the better positions he ca- he gained. And yeah. we were just like... This is a crazy oh, yeah. strategy. How is his, it possible? We
1: watched his seconds. He went to 9.8 seconds. And it was like,
2: Yeah, oh! under the 10-second barrier. So he would have then gone above Carlos. Carlos would have dropped down another place. We were like, he's just... It it's, it's, could have missed it. It could have missed That's it That's why I really... couldn't
5: go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, Nick,
5: That's Nicky, what I uh, was watching.
2: Nicky, you're, you're
0: a, you're a damn fan. Um, yeah. How we? How were you? Because obviously you, you, you know, support McLaren and uh, a bit of a fan of Dan Ricciardo. So I guess you know, watching the race, you were probably watching what Dan was doing a little bit more than what some of us were. Um, I, I, I agree, Andy. His strategy was pretty good. At one point, I did think, "Oh my God, is he going to catch Carlos?" But um, I think, I think. Uh, Did Stroll finish behind Ricardo? Yeah, he finished. Mm -hmm. He got one. Yeah, so at one point Stroll was (laughs) right behind Ricardo, so... um, uh, So, yeah, basically... um, Yeah, I think uh, Dan Ricardo gave us, even though he might have caught us, gave us a bit of a buffer from racing point. How did you see it, Nikki?
4: Um, Well... (laughs) I was a bit torn on who to support, obviously, but and then I, I thought I'll just sacrifice Daniel for one race just so we can get. A P3. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that the Reynolds did kind of help us get the P three in the way, really, with them strategies in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think they, they kind of they were obviously out to maximise what they could get, but you know, without them in the mix, I think. Definitely stroll would have finished a little bit further up. Um, yeah. You know, Dan, Dan's not going to give up those places really so so easily. Um, but yeah. And get um, faster. That fastest
4: was very, very fast. It was faster yes. than Max Verstappen's fastest lot.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, that was on the last lap, wasn't it, that he got that? Yeah. Right. Okay. So great stuff. Let's. Uh, Obviously, we're all feeling great. The the race is finished. We know what the thing is, P3. Um, So good to see the team celebrating. Um, And then sort of, you know, people in the garage having a a drink and everything like that. Um, I believe, Sarah, you wanted to kind of have a bit of uh, sort of touch on this about sort of people in the team and uh, sort of all the sort of unsung heroes but maybe, you know, we don't see trackside every week.
5: Yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I really wanted to call out that, that McLaren and, and every Formula One team, but, but they're the team that are special to us, have so many elements to their team and so many people who have all contributed to the progress and the success we've had this season every single person is an ingredient in the papaya cocktail. I like to think of it as being alcoholic, obviously, Um, you know, from Zach and Andreas to Randy, to mechanics like Giuseppe and Mark Cox, to the garage support team, like Tom and Lee, the guys back at MTC who are working on the machines, making the parts, the people in mission control, the guys at the gatehouse, and even the cleaners, everybody's contributed somehow. And, I think Sarah made the point earlier, but most importantly, we should mention the husbands, wives and families back home because this has been a very strange and unprecedented year and they've supported their loved ones whilst they've gone off travelling around the world when probably they were very worried about them in, with COVID and, and all the things that are going on. So, so, yeah,
0: big shout out to
5: everybody that's been a contributor to the success of this season. Good
0: stuff. Anything you guys want to add?
1: No, I think that's perfectly said. We also must mention the um, the ventilator project because they Always. did an awesome job.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of work went into that as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we we grabbed that P3. Um, I looked at some of the stats and from, uh, I think it was 2012, we were P3, then we were P3. Um, Uh, I think one of them would be P9 at one point. P9. Was it 2016? Yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, P9, P6, P4, P3, wasn't it? Yep.
2: Is that right, Sarah? Yeah, Yeah?
0: we've we've gone up.
5: I know that because I tweeted it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I think, you know, it it just shows progress. But, um, you know, even though it's P3, we, we got over 200 points last year. I was over the moon that mm. we got over 100 points. Um, so yeah, you know, absolutely less races massive, this year. Less races. Less. What a fantastic point that is. We could have had 300. Yeah, with the, you know the, the five <laughs> wins that we're going to have out the uh, the last few races that haven't happened. Yeah, we could have had 500 points with the
2: 25 and the 18 finishes. So yeah. Um, can I give a bit of a shout-out? Maybe uh, we yeah, should be very right. happy with the engine this year. The, the, ver- yes. the reliability and the engine has been magnificent. Renault done a mm. brilliant job. Yes, we are leaving to go to Mercedes next year, but Renault have done a magnificent job. I don't think we've had such a season with so little, uh, you know, unreliability, if you know what I mean. Is that is that yeah. is that the right thing to say? That is...
5: Correct. Yeah, I I, I think that's the right thing to say. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I certainly agree with you. Um, We just
5: need to tell Mercedes HPP that we don't want that engine that Checo had. You know. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want the the point. We
2: need (laughs) UK. So MG UK is the problem.
5: Yeah,
0: but they'll get they'll get that sorted. You know. Um, Yeah, I think the reliability's been brilliant, and um, Mm -hmm. you know, you're always going to have a few DNFs in the season. but, yeah, given their, yeah, you know, it's it's quite weird because actually um, one of the most reliable engines this season has been the Honda as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it
2: it's a bit weird? But you it. know what?
0: It, and it's ironic that they're then going to leave um, in a year or two's time. But certainly, um, you know, given the season, the shortness of it, the difference of the tracks, this engine wasn't created to run on some of these tracks that we've been on. So, you know, it has performed on the, you know, it's not just the engine, it's the car, it's the chassis, it's the design and everything else like that. Um, yeah, so, uh, guys, we're kind of running out of time now, so I'm just going to go around you guys and just give me a quick sentence on sort of how you feel after the weekend and how you get, how you feel about the P3 and everything else like that. Mickey.
4: I'm I'm so happy. I don't like I have nothing else to say really. That they've just deserved it so so much after all the work they put in all year, and yeah, going into 2021, I've got high hopes.
0: Excellent, excellent. What about you, Hope?
3: Um, I'm just I don't know. I'm still pretty speechless from it. It literally feels like we've won the constructors. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm just so proud of everyone. I just yeah. I get tearful thinking about him. We've only got P3. I'm like, it's just crazy. <laughs> That's how far we've come and like how much has changed over the years. It's just great. It's mental. Yeah. <laughs> <proud of> <laughs> well
0: done. Well done.
2: Uh, Andy and Sarah? Well, I think the word is reward. We got our reward. We have been passionate and optimistic totally throughout all of the time. And now I think we've got our reward. And I am so relieved. I just I catch myself thinking about it. I've been working today had a busy day working, but occasionally I just stop to think it's been a great season. Just seriously. And I, I, I was listening to the podcast and stuff earlier while I was working. So it's it's amazing to, to hear what about you.
1: Emotional because um, at the end of it, we've lost Carlos. So I'm still watching videos of his leaving, and it's been a roller coaster because at the beginning of it, we left for Australia, and at the end of it, he's gone. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster of emotion. Mm. So it's been fabulous, and I've loved it. Did it, every did minute it move
5: it. up and down and side to side, Sarah? It <laughs> no, did, because I'm feeling a bit sick on uh, it, uh, to uh, be quite <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what
0: about you, Sarah?
5: Relieved is a good word because I think we were we were all holding our breath, hoping for this this great thing to happen, and we didn't yeah. want to get too excited before it did. Andy talked about the fact that you know we've been rewarded, but I'd like to say I think we've earned that reward. I think the team have earned that through hard work and persistence mm-hmm. and persevering. Um, yeah, and if I could sing anything like Heather Small in the end, people, I would say how proud I am of the team. But I'll I'll leave that to her.
3: (laughs) He's muted again.
0: (laughs) Oh, bless him. (laughs) Come on, Andy, join us. Right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, That's part one done. And uh, part two will be out next week where we talk about uh, a bit more in-depth looking to what this season's been like and what we're looking forward to for next year. Join us and the next episode. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Andy. Thanks,
4: Andy. Hey.